welcome back to Book Talks Podcast. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And today we're going to talk about the sum- This Summer Darling? My Summer Darling. My Summer Darling by May Cobb. Um, I don't have the book in front of me, so that's why I kind of forgot the name. But this is part of our thriller. Like, will we make the lineup we kind of try and get an even number of genres or at least of our favorite genres which are fantasy romance and thrillers and I don't really think this is like that much of a thriller I picked it because I'd read The Hunting Wives by May Cobb and loved it and it was a thriller book of the month pick it was similar to this in the steam factor but there was definitely more of a mystery to that one as far as like something was something fishy was going on. This one, yeah, was just like a reality TV show or suburban housewife drama that just had like a weird ending. I don't always love the catty housewives trope. I don't know if it's a trope or like just like when that's the theme of the book. I didn't really know. I didn't read the synopsis going into it. So I just kind of like dove into it. And then I was like, oh, this is what this book's about. Mm-hmm. I just want to start by saying that Will just, I don't understand why it moves so fast. Like every relationship with Will was like, they were all in love with him after like two days. Like not even full conversations yeah. were had. And they're like, I'm in love. It was literally Jen fell in love with him just when he passed her in a truck. And she said she couldn't even see him like fully, but she knew she was in love with him. I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> She was, I think, the oddest one. Like, I got Kitty. Like, I think she just isn't, like, when guys don't like her. So she mm-hmm. was, like, more of a, it was more of a conquered goal for her. Yeah. And I'm sure for, I forget the other girl's name. Cynthia. I know she's, like, kind of important, but I forget her name. Cynthia. 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 I get, like, they probably fell, fell in love, like, behind the scenes. Like, whenever we weren't, like, because it's skip time. But, like, Jen mm-hmm. literally, like, saw him twice and was, like, I'm in love with this man. And I'm, like, that was me in middle school. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, Jen was very middle school and she just was desperate and needy and threw herself at him multiple times. And if a guy rejects you that many times mid interaction, (laughs) I feel like take a hint, Jen, he doesn't want you. Yeah, I, I would just storm out. I wouldn't have given the time of day. I just thought that he just like popped over to his house. Yeah, just popped over to his house middle of the day. Like, I'm here to help you. Let's drink wine and make out. And it's like, Jen, it's 3 p.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> I just cannot imagine being like, see, meet my neighbor twice and be like, we're... and then also, though, he did it too, though. Like, they literally had like two conversations. Like, and then he would go around and be like, I'm dating Jen. And I'm like, when? <laughs> there was no dates to be had. I can't figure out what his thing was because. At, at the very end, so okay, spoiler warning, we're giving it away. But at the very end, when he brings up his fiance that he probably killed, and he said she had slept with his best friend, I was like, okay, so maybe his thing is he sees if if people will give in to him and then he'll kill them if they do. So he's going to kill Cynthia and he's going to kill Kitty because he was dating Jen and they slept with him. But then it was like, no, he really was in love with Cynthia. But no, wait, no, there's a daughter that he's in love with. But no, now he's just going to kill them all. I, yeah, I just feel like there was, it was like missing something. Yeah, like I don't know what what his goal was in, in being with all the women. And what did he really want to run off with Chloe or no? 
I just feel like the motive is missing. Maybe the motive. The motive for all of this is missing. <laughs> um, I mean, I get like, yeah, like, I feel like Bored Housewives, like, that's literally been the, the trope since, like, forever. Like, there's so many, like, there's literally TV shows all over the internet about desperate housewives and doing mm-hmm. stupid shit. So I just feel like that was, like, very, like, and eh, whatever, like, sleeping around. But I just don't get, like, Will's motives with it. And, yeah, like, why, like, did he just pick a friend group and was like, let me just mess with them all? And then yeah. I'm going to get with their daughter? Like, that's so messed up. I know. The fact that he was with the daughter, I feel like, didn't make sense. Because, like, I didn't get pedophile vibes from Will. I just got, like, he's a dick. But apparently he was also into a 16-year-old. And his other girlfriend was 16 or something like that. I just, I don't know if I get this book. (laughs) No, and the thing is, there really wasn't, like, Cynthia died at the end. And I feel like everyone just moved on. (laughs) Cynthia got buried alive. (laughs) <laughs> and and kitty and jen were just like let's just get wine and move on uh, like, what and the, the thing that also threw me up was the last chapter was like um chloe which chloe sucked <laughs> chloe was awful horrible it, it, little it, well i think kitty was just such a pushover with her because i feel like she like wanted her respect but like wasn't going about it the right way to get her respect and I mean, she was like a bratty teenager, so like they're just mm-hmm. gonna be brats. But in that last chapter, when she's like, "I'm gonna get back at my mom," and I was like, "Where is this leading to? Like, is there a point to this chapter?" Like, I felt like it would have been better if she didn't include that because it was like kind of nice whenever everything went down and like Kitty saved her daughter and like she mm-hmm. finally was like a good mom and had a good bonding moment with her with her daughter. I thought that would be like a new leap for them and they'd like have a good relationship, like just like despite the traumatic experience they shared. And no, Chloe's like, I'm going to, I'm going to screw my mother. I know. I, I, until you said that, I wasn't thinking this, but now I'm like, crap, was she, is she thinking she's going to write a sequel to this? Is that why she left that last chapter in? I hope she doesn't because I don't think this book needs a sequel. I don't think this book no. needed to be written at all. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I liked it. It was an enjoyable read. But also, I'm just not into suburban housewives ruining their friendships and marriages over a mediocre guy who's just playing them all. I don't really know what was so special about Will. Like, yeah, he was, like, European and good-looking, but, like, that seemed to be it with it. Like, he seemed to be, like, a psychopath, like, a sociopath. Like, he just, like, seemed to be one of those people, and they only think about themselves, uh... Narcissist? Yeah, he just seemed like a narcissistic, like, psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. Also, why did he move to this little town? Like, I don't understand his motives. There I really just no don't motive. understand. There was no motive. There was just I, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It wasn't explained. I feel like the fact that she didn't explain the ending, maybe she didn't have an explanation. So she was like, I'll just throw in this last Chloe chapter to make them think I did something. But she really didn't. <laughs> and the thing is, it sucks because we we follow makeup on instagram Mm -hmm. um i feel like we've had conversations with her and i've seen this book a lot of places but i don't know if i just seen it a lot on her instagram or on other people's instagrams but yeah i've heard really good things about the hunting wives and she has a new book coming out now but 
it, it's like I didn't hate it. Like, and I, it's not like a cult book where I'm like, I'm triggered. I hate this book. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I just like didn't see the point in the. Like, I don't. I don't think I learned a lesson. And not that I have to learn a lesson in every book, but like sometimes I learn like a life experience or like even love stories. I'm like, oh, like that's why. Like, there is a reason. <laughs> no, no one grew and changed in this book. Like you said, it almost had that in the end with Kitty and Chloe, like resolving their relationship. And then she threw the last chapter in. And so that ruined that. So like no character grew and changed. I feel like I I wish she would have done something more with Casey because I feel like the chapters that like, so, you know, we had the three women's perspectives and then we had like a chapter where we didn't know who the woman was, but she was out in the woods. And I kept thinking, I kept thinking it was Chloe And I kept thinking, what if, like, it's Casey? What if Casey ends up being the psychopath? Like, Jen raised a little psychopath. He's traumatized from his parents' divorce. He doesn't have friends. He's a loner loser. He can't get the girl. And um, then it just ended up being Will, which was kind of just so predictable. And, like, nothing happened with Casey. Nothing happened with that Brandy. Nothing happened with any of the other characters. Yeah, and I feel like she tried to play in something. Like she tried to play in the, like how kind of like Chloe's relationship with her friends is very similar to Kitty and Jen and them's mm-hmm. relationship. It kind of just in like this, like they're reliving the lives, and it's like I feel like you want to like teach your daughter to do better than you, and I feel like that wasn't like that mm-hmm. wasn't instilled. Like really, they were reliving the same lives. Like yeah like chloe's friend slept with the guy she wanted to sleep with which is exactly what jen and kitty did to each other like it was just like and i get that happens in small towns but i just felt like she was trying to play in things but then didn't follow through Mm -hmm. yeah i i definitely liked the hunting wives better than this the hunting wives had more of a plot it had more of like defined characters with like personalities and stuff this just wasn't it for me. I saw a lot of good reviews for it on Goodreads, like a lot of five stars for this book. I think because of the steam, there was a lot of steam in this book. Um, Because sometimes with books, the romance is just between two characters. So you like have to wait for the build up, and then you get the, the scene, you know, three fourths of the way through. This was like every single woman wanted to sleep with Will. So we got steam every other chapter. Which was fun. I could see if that's what you're into. I could see why you'd give it a good rating. It just wasn't it for me. I feel like I read too many smutty books that I'm like, oh, I, it wasn't that steamy. <laughs> <laughs> which was your uh, which was your favorite of the three women? I honestly want to say Cynthia because she had the most tour. Okay. Like, Jen okay. was just this like whiny baby. Yeah. Um, and Kitty was just like awful human. I was actually thinking like with me you and Lily I'm like who who is who that's what I was thinking too (laughs) I was I was thinking the exact same thing I was thinking believe it or not I was thinking Lily was Cynthia because Cynthia kind of had the least personality (laughs) (laughs) I really hope Lily doesn't listen to our podcast but then I was trying to figure out which one of us was Kitty versus Jen. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go there. I was like, I don't think I want to be either. I kind of loved Kitty, well, though. I feel like you're Kitty in the sense that you kind of connect me and Lily. I was thinking but I too. feel like 
sometimes I can be as bratty as Kitty. I don't know. Yeah, I I did like Kitty though because I I don't know like she, she just she needed to conquer Will. It was it wasn't like it wasn't about Will. It was about her. Whereas like Jen was weepy and whiny, and Cynthia was like, I don't get good sex, and Kitty's just like, No, I just want to have him to have him. Like, just to collect him as one of my things. So I kind of like Kitty in that sense. But she was an awful person. She would always go back to the fact that she's like, oh, me and Hank have so great sex. We're so we're so in love. We so, we love each other so much. But I just need to sleep with Will. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Is this what marriage is when you're old? Apparently when you're rich and bored and have nothing to do. Well, this is why you, you can't just not have a job. Like, this is why. Because I think this is, like, shit gets shit. You get bored and you do stupid things when you don't have a job. Yeah. I actually like the suburban housewife trope for that reason because they're just a bunch of women who are bored and up to no good. And I'm like, all right, let's see what they do this time. I'll never get to do it because I have a job, but let's see what they do. I don't really get why she brought the whole like yoga thing into it. Like that was like such a big thing. Like even Kitty was like, oh, I don't do, I do everything but yoga. And then Jen's like, I want to be yoga instructor. And like, it was this like big thing about her going to the yoga studio and she's kind of bringing it up in different chapters. And I was like, what is the point of this? And, and that's the thing. There wasn't, I don't feel like there was an, a good ending where it wrapped everything up because if it had ended with like, okay, yes, Cynthia died, but they learned from their mistakes. Jen found a stable job as a yoga teacher. She moved away to get away from the drama. She's focusing on herself and Kitty's in therapy, repairing her relationship. Okay, like that's an ending. We're wrapping it up. This was literally like Cynthia died. Kitty and Jen drink wine by the pool. And Chloe's like, I'm going to ruin my mom's life. (laughs) Boom, the end. Like actually, <laughs> that is the ending. <laughs> I kind of was thinking that maybe Jen would get with um Cynthia's husband. <laughs> I oh my gosh, I thought the same thing. I was like, well, Cynthia's out of the picture, and he needs a wife. He's kind of like he needs a wife, and she needs someone to take care of her because she's incapable of taking care of herself. Match made in heaven. There she Match goes. Made in heaven. Yeah, I and then of... she brought. Sorry. No, go, no, go ahead. You. I was talking about how Cynthia would always talk about her son and like would probably bring, like would weirdly bring in his like friends and his sexuality. And I was like, what is the point behind this? I, I don't know. <laughs> she like, are we bashing this book? I think we are. <laughs> I didn't even mean to bash it because I did. It's like a fun, a fun read. It's just there's no substance to it. It was just like a weird read. Like I, I'm, I think I texted you and I was like, "These women like do not know how to keep it in their pants." I was no. like, "And you, also, I texted Marissa. I actually want to see the exact text I texted Marissa because it was so funny." <laughs> I gave like no context to this text, and I just said, "I said these friends are freaking hot messes," and she goes, "Who are you with?" <laughs> Which also, this is like 10:45 this morning on like a Friday. Like, what's at work? <laughs> I literally thought, like, were you out getting getting drunk with friends, like, this early on a Friday? Yeah, like, yeah, they are a hot mess. And I was like, no, the book. Yeah. <laughs> and then whenever the daughter, I just can't, the daughter coming in, that was the only curveball. I mean, I give her props for that curveball because I really didn't see that coming at all. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just wish there was, like, more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was definitely lacking... She had lots of ideas, but 
did not know how to tie them together. And there really was no motive that explained Will. I feel like she could have even had uh, Kitty's husband be, like, the killer or, like, kidnapper of, like, his daughter or, like, Chris. Because he was, like, so, he was, like, kind of, like, on his daughter's side more than his wife's side. I hated that. I Chloe was such a little brat. And here's the thing. Kitty didn't even really push Chloe. Like, that whole thing was so overstated. She, like, turned her around and was, like, go in the house now. And I'm, like, a little shove is not like a, oh, call CPS, so abusive. I just, and then when he was like, you need to back off her. I was like, dude, she's your wife. Support her. Your daughter's a brat. She's literally running around town smoking cigarettes and sleeping with men that her mother has slept with. Oh my gosh. It does crack me up that like Jen's the only woman in town who couldn't get Will to seal the deal. (laughs) And he actually called himself her boyfriend. I know. (laughs) How repulsive was Jen? (laughs) He's the only one that um, he outwardly said he was dating. Like, everyone else, it was hidden. Mm -hmm. And yet, he would not sleep with her. He would not sleep with her. Yeah. No, it was odd. I also thought it was weird how much they complimented each other. The girls. The girls? I feel like they were always talking about how beautiful the others was. Yeah. That was sweet. I thought it was sweet, but I'm also like, I mean, I never, like, look at my friends and like, man, they're just so beautiful. Like, <laughs> like I don't remember, like, do you ever, like, when you, were in, when you were in Hawaii, do you look at Lily and be like, man, Lily, she's so beautiful. No, never, not once. <laughs> Can like, I don't know, maybe I'm a bad friend, but, like, I just don't do this. <laughs> no, I think the night we got dressed up for the luau, I probably said, oh, that's a nice dress. But, like, that was it. Like, I feel like they really analyze each other's, like, looks. Like, they would always be descriptive of each other's looks. And, like, oh, she looks so youthful and her hair is just so stunning. I'm like, are you in love with her? Cynthia, I think, even wrote in her diary, like, oh, yeah, no wonder Will would go for Jen. She's got that yoga body. And I was like, Cynthia, calm down, man. I'd die that her journal was, like, just left behind. I am embarrassed for her that her journal is left behind. This is why you don't have a paper. You know, I don't. This is why you you start a journal, you write two pages, and then you lose it because you or you rip out the pages or you just or you start a new journal. What's that? That burn after writing journal. That's what you got to do. Write oh, it down. I actually and then never burn heard about it. that. Is that a TikTok? Thing? It was a TikTok thing. <laughs> I bought one and then I never used it. <laughs> I have bought so many journals and thrown them out. <laughs> I know. I have so many journals that have, like you said, one or two entries, and then I got bored with them. So then I'd start a new journal, and then I'd get bored with that one. And then you're like, I can't start now. It's like we've passed too many days, and then I just like rip up pages or I start over. Yeah, it's it's just journaling doesn't work for me. I die when her her therapist was like, get get a hobby, and she just found a man. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was really funny when she, after the first time Cynthia slept with Will, the therapist was like, Cynthia, you're glowing. What did you do? And she's like, I took your advice and I painted my room. And (laughs) the therapist was like, you know, those small things make a huge difference. (laughs) You're a terrible therapist. You should be fired. I bet that was funny actually yeah. there was funny things in this book like funny content mm-hmm. I feel like it should be more of like just like a contemporary like fiction novel 
Like, I don't really think it's, like, a thriller. This actually reminds me of the book. I read The Husbands for, like, a book club once. And this book was wild, actually. So there was, like, they lived in, like, a cul-de-sac and, like, or, like, a skating community. And you had to, like, have be a woman who works a nice job to live in this community which i guess if you haven't read the husbands if you don't want me to spoil it don't listen to the rest part of this rest of the sentence but they had these like perfect stay-at-home dads in this community and so this couple moved in and they were like what is wrong with these men and they like didn't like they had personalities like like something was off and they found out later they had this pen that they clicked and that would be like brainwashing their husbands to do what they wanted oh but they had no control of themselves. So, like, one of the husbands, like, malfunctioned and, like, killed somebody. <laughs> so, it was, like, a whole big thing about that. Uh-huh. Um, oh, no. I think, like, her husband was, like, being brainwashed. And she's, like, no. And then, like, killed somebody. And then they literally just, like, picked up and moved and left, like, the, the cul-de-sac and never turned around. And he kind of killed somebody and they like, just, like, <laughs> never broached it. He moved on. And it was a weird book like this where, like, there was no real ending. Like, they literally just, like, killed somebody, moved away, like, moved mm-hmm. on and, like the wives who lived there continued going on with their like hypnotic pens of their husbands that's weird i feel like that was made into a movie because i definitely remember watching some sort of movie where the women were like controlling the men and it was some weird simulation thing but my mom loved it (laughs) it might have been i read this like like last year for sure but it was like a popular book like i feel like it was on the so it's something like I really never look at the contemporary fiction books that are like bestsellers. They're just like not my thing. No. But I, it was like one of those books where you saw it a lot in like the bookstores in the front for like I feel like non-readers always pick them up, even though I feel like they're the least interesting of the books. They are. It's like um the woman who wrote Little Fires Everywhere, Celeste Ng. I, I think that's how you say her name. But she's written a couple that are like Reese Witherspoon picks so like everyone reads them they're contemporary fiction and I've read them and like they're fine like I liked Little Fires Everywhere but if I'm new to reading that is not the book I want to be picking up that book is like something you do for a book club not for enjoyment yeah I feel like I feel like everyone looks down on romance but for beginners I think that's for a place to stop that they pull you in they they suck you in they have your heart on the line um yeah i I mean even i who read a lot struggle reading those books yeah no i agree i i'd recommend thrillers but um you know that's just because i love murder and stuff (laughs) (laughs) i actually read a really sad book this week that i think you'd like it's a romance i was like working while i was listening to it and um i was tearing up at my desk and I was Aww. like, and I, I never cry, like, you know me, but it was so sad. Um, You have to read it. And it's a romance? <laughs> yeah, it's by Christina Lauren, actually. It's Love in Other Words. And yeah. I think it's like an oldie, but a goodie. They revamped some of their covers, Christina Lauren, so I've been actually buying them, and I've been reading them or listening to them. A little interchanging action, but it was really good. Mm. Um, So I'll, I recommend for sure, but okay. um, you might cry. I like Actually, this. no, you definitely will cry. Oh, for um, sure. I was actually in a mood like the rest of the day like I was not a happy person and I like almost got in a fight with someone I was like uh, you should just don't talk to me today I'm in I'm in a I'm in a funk <laughs> no books will do that to you they really can change your mood I got in such a bad mood because I finished my Karen Slaughter series the Grant County series there's six books in the series I finished it and it I'm not gonna say what happened it is the worst ending I have ever read to a book to a series 
And I literally went in the room and I, like into the living room and I just sat on the couch. and was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like I was trying to talk to my mom about it. She was being like, you know, it's okay. Just like move on to the next series. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, I don't get it. I, I was so, it, I could not function the rest of the evening. No, it really, it really puts, I like literally like turn my phone off. I was like, I can't, I'm going to take the night off. Yeah. Books really felt like it. They're such a huge part of our lives now, and I kind of, like, forget about it sometimes, but, like, because mm-hmm. it's just, like, a part of our lives now that, like, it's not even, like, a thing I think about adding to my life. Like, it's just, like, my life is books, but it really does affect my emotions, but I was actually, I wanted to finish that first before Hunting, uh, no, I need to read Hunting Wives and say it's better, but I read that before this, but I gave this book a three on Goodreads. Wow. I gave it a four, but, like, said it was a 3.8. Um, which I feel like I was probably being generous just because I like makeup, but because the thing is, it wasn't, it didn't like bore me. I was okay with listening to it. It just wasn't, there was nothing to it. I think if I was reading it, I couldn't finish it. Like physically reading it? Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about the writing? Writing was fine. I mean, I listened to it. So I know we haven't been judging the writing as much. Um, and the next book we're reading is that really long Stephen King novel. So we're gonna both listen probably. I started the Stephen King novel, and I felt because I couldn't sleep last night, so I was like, maybe the Stephen King novel will put me to sleep about the, the assassination of JFK. <laughs> well, it's like I don't know. I I don't know what it's about because you told me it's like the assassin assassination of jfk but i'm telling you this book starts off nothing related to that <laughs> it's like about a school teacher and a janitor so <laughs> i don't know i was told the plot is the book is this guy just like he has a theory in life that if he prevents the assassination of jfk like the world would be a better place and like that's what I, all i was told about it I don't see how we're going to get from being a janitor to that, but I'm like ready to find out. We never read male authors. Um, that's our one flaw at Book Talks podcast. So I'm excited for it. Yeah, I just couldn't give it a four. There wasn't like much to it to give it a four. Yeah. It was a short book. Thankfully, it was a short book. Imagine she wrote like an extra hundred pages about this. Like, I mean, although if she wrote an extra hundred pages and it gave more substance to it, maybe I'd be down for it. But like, it was a short book, thankfully, but, like, there just wasn't much to it to give it more than a three for me. Yeah, it wasn't impressive. It, if you're looking for complex characters, complicated plot, or any sort of resolution to the story, this isn't it. So, just find something else. Yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I yeah, feel bad. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel bad because I do like her first book, um, The Hunting Wives, and so I will read something else by her. But, you know, I just hope she's not like a one-off author that wrote one good book and then can never live up to that expectation again. But yeah. Thanks for listening. This is Kayla. And Marissa. And make sure to follow us at Book Talks Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and follow Marissa's new blog at SideCharacterEnergy.com. Have a good night.